Hey everybody, before jumping into this week's episode, which is all about how to get listings in a low inventory market, we want to tell you a little bit about what we do here at Reminder Media because one of our tips in here is actually talking about referrals. Yes, if you are not getting referrals right now, you are missing out. And one of the hardest things for clients when it comes to getting referrals is they know they have to keep in touch, they know they have to reach out to their database, but they don't really have that reason to do it. One of our flagship products is a magazine that we actually customize brand to you and send it to your database. And the reason why it's worked insanely well to generate referrals is because it stands out as a gift. Instead of just sending a postcard to your clients or just sending an email, you're actually sending them something of quality where they perceive it as a gift, they bring it into the home. And then the magic is now you have a reason to reach out. You send it to Josh, you call him up. Hey, I was thinking about you. I just got my magazine. It made me think of you. You use it as a conversation piece to find out the two main things. One is, does Josh need you now? And then second, who do you know that I can reach out to to get a referral from. We have seen over the course of sending this for 12 months, a 58% referral rate. We would love for you to check it out. Absolutely. You can check out a special offer for Stay Paid listeners over at staypaidpodcast.com slash magazine. Again, that's staypaidpodcast.com slash magazine. Now this week's episode. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Aker. Your name is Luke Aker. That's correct. Yeah, Luke, that is. it is the hottest topic in real estate today. We're talking today about low inventory. So yes, it's painful. It is painful. I, and I don't think I have to explain this, but there are uh, a lot of people we have listening, you know, might not be in the real estate market. So inventory of homes for sale has dropped nearly 26% this year compared to 2020. And with a supply of only 1.9% million homes on the market, there's a shortage of about 3 million homes. So while housing inventory could increase by the end of 2021, NARS Director of Housing and Commercial Research says we're expected to experience a tight housing supply throughout the next three to five years, which presents a challenge for agents because the only, like the most valuable thing right now in this market is having the listing because representing a buyer- you can get it, you can get it sold. Yeah, representing a buyer today is so hard because you've got dozens of offers coming in on listings. Somewhere, we had an interview recently of 300,000 over list what they had listed the home for. We're seeing, we're hearing hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars people are purchasing homes for right now. Uh, so the real question kind of becomes, what can you do to stand out from the competition? And more importantly, proactive go out and get those listings in today's market. Yeah, no, it's real. Like my own sister, like she's offered, I mean, it has to be like 15, 20 houses at this point out in Portland and 60,000 over asked, 70,000 over asked. They went 120,000 over asked. They <laughs> offered. And I was like, oh man, this is insane. You guys are crazy, but uh, hundred, and they still didn't get it. That's insane. still did not get well, it. So poor, that's uh, the- Oregon, uh, like that West Coast, I think like California is the highest in equity that people have it's now crazy. Uh, earned because of like $35,000 additional yeah. equity. Of, well, and I think coast. the builders, like when they look at the market, builders can't build fast enough. That's the so other they, challenge. They literally cannot build build the homes fast enough. And then you have lo- lumber and cost increase. Yeah. I mean, just a whole combination of things. So but- we, we kind of took some time. You've done some training internally yeah. with our team on this. Then we actually had a Facebook Live 
Uh, so if you go over to Facebook and you uh, find our page, Reminder Media would be the page you want to go mm-hmm. to. We actually did a whole live on this where we go into some additional tips. We're going to do like a condensed version of that sure. for this podcast. But the first thing you talked about was really the mindset. Yeah, well, I think um, it's like any market. Um, there are homes being sold in every single market, whether it's a down market, a good market, a buyer's market, a seller's market. And the ones who win are the ones who have a mindset of abundance and not a mindset of scarcity or a mindset of depression. I think a lot of people, when they look at problems, there's two reactions. One is they see it as an opportunity. The other, they see it as a discouragement. And if you are seeing this as a discouragement of like, oh my goodness, it's crazy out there, you're going to get what you put out there in Mm -hmm. the universe, not to be all, you know, mysticism or something like that, but you're going to get what you put out there. So you have to start with a mindset of abundance. It's so true because we uh, have been working with your brother closely recently on Facebook leads. And we've even seen this in our own interactions with the ones who are kind of with our group that are looking at the Facebook leads as, ah, these leads are junk or the contact information isn't good. Like immediately going with the negative attitude, like aren't making contact. You watch your brother and we watched him actually make calls in real time. We actually did like a shadowing with him. And it's like every call whether the person said to F off or whether, yeah. whether they just didn't answer. He's like, it's like, ah, well, that one, that one didn't work. Let's see what this one's like. Yeah. And it's just that next, it's the next up mentality yeah. of, of... And think about it this way. In this market, him and his team have done, I think, 150 transactions this year already. Yeah. And so in this market. Now, there's agents that haven't done any. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? And it really is so much of it, as corny as it sounds to people, is mindset, is waking up every single day, putting one foot in front of the other, seeing opportunity where there seems to be no opportunity. One practical tip, though, that I've been giving a lot to people is the buyer tip. So you're working with a ton of buyers. If you look at the statistics, and I believe it was last year, over it was about half of your buyers had to sell a home in order to get their next home. Yeah. So there is gold in buyers that are coming. If you're doing an open house, a lot of people aren't doing open houses because they sell too fast. But if you're doing open houses and attracting buyers into those open houses, if you're doing Facebook ads and you're getting buyer leads come through Facebook ads, statistically speaking, half of those need to sell their home in order to buy their next home. So there are listings right there. Now, the tip here can be taken to another level, which is what about all your old buyer leads, right? So you have all these old buyer leads that you've gotten in years past that you can reach out to. And statistically, you know, half of them need to sell their home. And they maybe have not thought about selling their home in this market because maybe they weren't able to do it years past. You never know what's happening in people's lives. And so reach out to all your old buyer leads. Yeah, I mean, right now you have a great introduction whenever you're going calling through those old buyer leads in terms of using the statistics that are out there. I think on average, it's it's something like 17% or something. People's equity in their home has increased. Yeah, you look at like your that. individual market. 26 grand year over year, I think. Yeah. The average person has increased 26 grand in their home year over year. Buyer leads as well, old buyer leads. This is an extra tip. Go to your brokerage. And your brokerage, by the nature of this, them just being in business, have gotten leads. Mm-hmm. They've gotten leads from agents that have come in the door with them that have not made it and, and since gotten out of the business. They have old leads that have just come in and walked in. They have leads that they've gotten. They are sitting on leads probably, buyer and seller leads that are old, you know, a year old, year and a half, two years old. Go and ask for those leads. Yeah. Say, I'm willing to call through these leads because so often these leads have gone to waste because no Nobody's one's willing to willing call them. To call yeah. Or leads. think of all the retirement. Retired agents, all the agents that have left the business in the last four years. Mm. 
see if you can get a hold of them. Ask them about their book of business. Did they actually transfer? They probably put their um, license and referral status, and maybe they haven't kept that up, but there's a whole book of business there that you could reach out and offer your expertise. So what about your existing clients, people that you've worked with in the past, maybe your sphere of influence? How can you kind of leverage that group right now? Um, Yeah, I'll have to remember the statistics off the top of my head. I think it is 26% now, but um, they did the survey again, and basically the National Association of Realtors Buyer and Seller Trend Report showed that it's like 89% or 88% say they'll use their agent again, but only 26% actually do is now the new number. And statistically, what that should teach you is that there is a loyalty gap happening in your database. Mm -hmm. Now, Tom Ferry put out a great statistic the other day that basically said about 8 to 10% of your database is actively looking to move right now. Statistically speaking, so in your database today, there are 8 to 10% of them that are actively needing your expertise. The only way to get to those people (laughs) is if you actually reach out to them. And the reason that loyalty gap happens is because most of us know we have to keep in touch and we don't. I don't have to preach this. I'm probably preaching to the choir by now. If you're not reaching out to your database, if you're not keeping in touch, and I don't just mean with mailers, like we're in the mailer business, we're in the email business. Not just that, I'm talking about physical phone calls, physical face-to-face once a quarter. You're missing a golden opportunity because here's the thing to think about. Eight to 10 are actively looking in your database and they themselves, every person has a sphere of influence, has a database themselves. So statistically, you can think about it. If Josh is in your database and he's one of your 8% that are looking to move, he has 8% of his friends that need your expertise. And the only way to get to those is if you outreach to them. There's gold in your database right now and you have a perfect intro. Yeah which is the crazy market that's going on. There's also some really great tips in terms of what do you do, you know, to encourage that referral or how do you know what a good referral source is? We actually had on the podcast, you can go back and listen to this episode with Dan Allison, where they talked about the characteristics, the five characteristics of a good referral source. So think about this in your business. Think about this in your sphere and your client base to see if you have clients that match this. I believe he said that they've never found anyone that has all five characteristics here. So these are some things you can start applying. Number one, they have to have had an experience that was worth referring. So that's something that you want to go back, you want to look at, but you also want to um, uh, continue to work on that experience, right? And this is sort of the relationship building that you were just talking about in terms of making that phone call, learning more about what's going on in their life, learning about how you can help and add value. The next one is that they have to understand everything your business offers and can give your value proposition. So another great touch point in your marketing in order to deliver that, make sure that they have an idea of how to deliver your value proposition. The third one is they under... They understand who your ideal client is and can refer you to the right people. So this is critical. If you don't know who your ideal client is, make sure to go back and check out our podcast on how to define your ideal client so that you can start getting an idea and a picture of who that person is, what that persona looks like, and then finding people that can refer you to that. The fourth one, they understand that a personal introduction is crucial to an effective referral. I think this is probably the one of the most tangible ones that you can start doing right now when uh, when talking about you know um, how referrals can help your business, making sure that they understand that, hey, we, I would love it if you introduce me or connect me to someone that you might know that's looking to sell this year. And then the last one is that they're part of the, they're 80% of the population that's willing to give a referral. So 20% of people are just in not general are not comfortable with giving referrals. 
So how do you find that out? You've got to ask. Yes, correct. <laughs> there's, the, there's the opportunity. If you not, don't ask, you don't receive. Not only at the closing table, making sure that you follow up. And actually, Dan Allison has a great script of how to ask if someone's comfortable giving a referral. Uh, but also, as you're going through and making up your follow-up phone calls, uh, making sure that you're sprinkling that into your conversations. Well, I'll put kind of a nail on this is, look, if you are not building relationships with your database right now, if you're not outreaching, right, if you're not calling, someone is. There is an agent, there is a business out there that is. It might be my brother, right? He has 150 transactions. He's outreaching to people. If you're not outreaching <laughs> to your database, someone Luke's is. Brother you Mike. can guarantee it, <laughs> right? So get on the phones. I'm so tired of people not picking up the phone, not calling their clients, not doing the relationship building. Someone is. And then if you're there at the end of the year and you haven't hit your income goals, you haven't done the transactions you want, you have no one to blame but yourself. The, the activity is simple. But the discipline is hard. Yeah. All right, real quick, because we only have a couple minutes left. What are some additional proactive lead sources that people can be tapping right now? Um, so a couple good ones that I've mentioned to people is the boomer generation. So the boomer migration is on. So easy way is take a list provider. So we provide list providing tools for our clients where you can select by 60 plus. You can look at the square footage of their home. So think about it this way. If you look at your community and go, how many people are 60 years old or 60 years or older? Mm -hmm. How many live in 3,000? square foot homes, right? Multiple floors. Chances are they're probably wanting to downsize, if not this year, in the next couple years. Start the relationship today. Second good tip that I've been giving to people is absentee owners, non-owner occupied, where you can go and you can look at all the homes that are owned in your community and the person doesn't live there. A lot of times it could be rental properties, but there's a lot of people maybe wanting to get out of the game. What a great market to sell and mm -hmm. get out of the game in. Reach out to absentee owners. Third that I would give people is expired listings, not recent expireds, but I'm talking like a year ago. Look at the listings that were expiring a year ago. Did those end up selling? What happened to those? That's a way you could generate leads as well is go look at the expired listings for sale by owners the make me moves on Zillow and look at all those and go, <laughs> Hey, did those actually end up selling and reach out to those people? No, there's so much opportunity out there. I think the major takeaway, obviously the points that we went over today, you got to have that mindset of abundance. You got to be able to, or you got to not ignore those buyer leads, mm -hmm. right? Don't become negative towards those buyer leads thinking that they're not going to go anywhere. Referrals are still the name of the game and then those additional uh, resources. But I think the biggest thing there is you've got to look, oh. right? Oh, you cannot be reactive and passive right I now. You've give got to look. Because I think it's critical for people to understand it's all about activity. Yeah. Another great one, when you think about calling and outreach, is if, you, if there's a listing, it doesn't even have to be your listing, but if there's a listing or an under contract that has happened yeah. in a neighborhood, circle prospect, the closest 50 to 100 homes, call them up. Yeah, beat that listing use, agent to the circle prospect. Use that listing as the reason to call. Hey, there's a home that went for sale on your, your neighborhood street. Here's what it's sold for or whatever. And use that as an intro because you're going to find people who end up wanting to sell based upon the education that you give them, even though they weren't actively pursuing it right in that moment. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes as well as the video of this episode. And to support the show, uh, we would love if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review along with a comment to let us know what we're doing. And the best way to help the show is to tell a friend, tell someone else about Stay Paid Podcast. We were talking a little bit about the 
you know, the new construction and everything, right? And so the National Association of Home Builders estimates that new homes are being construction uh, constructed at a rate of 1.42 million per year. That's where a lot of the, hmm. like the slowdown is happening, the gap in the inventory. Do you guys want to hear a joke about construction? I would love to. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Gabriel's oh, shaking her head No, That was a good one. <laughs> wow. All right. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindme.com or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Your action item is this. If you're not building relationships, someone will. Pick up the phone, get face-to-face, call your database, call your old buyer leads. There is gold in there if you're willing to put in the work. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 